The Brum Radio Shop is now open with all sorts of Brum Radio stuff with everything from t-shirts and hoodies to mugs and posters and much more. Support Brum Radio. Go to brumradio.com and click on shop. Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit brumradio.com. Hey kids, it's Barbara Nice here. Barbara's in Streisand, Nice as in the biscuit. Welcome to my Barbara Nice and Friends podcast. And today's guest, we'll, be, we'll have a chat while we're waiting for him to get on, is the lovely Mark Watson. And I don't know whether you know, but he did this wonderful thing recently, a 24-hour, don't know what you call it really, a show where he stayed up for 24 hours, loads of guests came, old pals of his, Tim Key and loads of other pigging people. And they raised a lot of money, Paul. I was, what was the what was the um, total in the I end? I think it was over £40,000. If I think it's still going up. They still have sort of spin-off it's, things happening. Oh, right. There's still stuff going. So if you want to continue to give, when you click on the link for the podcast, kids, you'll also be able to see the link to give to that Mark Watson 24-hour thing that's still going on and benefiting two or three charities. So if you fancy giving a bit, give it, kid. Very creative fella, Mark. I can't wait to talk to him. He's a deep thinker and he makes things happen. It's great to be able to make things happen because a lot of us have got ideas thinking, oh, wouldn't it be good if I did that? But you've got to turn them ideas into action. And that's what this lad does. Can't wait to talk to our guest today, Mark Watson. Hello, Hello, darling, Mark. How are you? So thank you for coming on my podcast, about Mrs. Barbara Nice's podcast. So we're recording now. Are you happy with that? Because some people yeah. say to me, Mark, when does it start? And I say, well, we've just finished it, love. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? We just get talking and then people uh, Yeah, go, I normally assume it is being recorded. Um, good Unless lad. I'm told otherwise. Because otherwise, like you say, I mean, it's quite hard with online things to know when it starts and stops, isn't it, really? <laughs> There's nothing going on. There's all the all the signages of the of things we were used to of pigging gone. Look, how are you finding it? Nice up and down. What's it going on for you? Love? I think I'd say up and down. Yeah. Some yeah. days you think, well, this is all right. You're out. I'm, you know, I've got a little garden and um, the sun shines, and you, it can almost be like a holiday. But then some days um, you look at your diary and think, oh, I'm not doing anything for another six months. That's a shame. <laughs> It's a big shape. Everything fell off the table, didn't it? Look like somebody just dragged a big tablecloth and went. That's all it, pigging going. It was basically the biggest tablecloth ever uh, <laughs> removed from underneath that. And also, six months is a guess. We haven't got a. No one's got a clue, have they? What no. what's going to happen with theatres and all of it, really? No. Do we, so six months. Where would that take us to if you? Well, I suppose it'll be in November rule. in six months. Right. Um, yeah. And like. Some people think by autumn we'll have we'll be able to go in theatres again, but even then it might be we can't we can't have it full or goodness knows we have to after every laugh we have to wipe everyone down. I like the say, and some people say it won't be till next spring. I like all the kind of the gossip. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and some are saying. I know everyone's got a different idea, haven't they? Everyone is like, uh, and no one has a clue. It's been like that all the way through this pandemic. People keep saying, "Well, I've heard." Yes, but they're always, they're always making it up. No one's got a bloody clue. No. So it's sort of like you say, it's up and picking down, isn't it? Some of it's so some nice. Days you've, some days you've got to feel, you just enjoy it because you feel good. Some days feel absolute mm. shit. <laughs> That's right, love. But then you just sort of ride those out, don't you, Barbara? 
Yeah, you have to let it pass because it does change. It will pig in change. And you've got a little garden, have you? That's nice. A little garden. Like, mm. normally, not really big enough that you'd necessarily value it. But in a situation where <laughs> you're yeah, stuck that's in your right. house forever, um, it suddenly become really... started to notice um, flowers and plants and stuff that yeah. I wouldn't bother about normally. It's really nice, isn't it, that kind of thing. I was talking to Arthur Smith yesterday doing this with him, and he was talking about snails and said he'd never really had much time to look at snails and how interested he was that there'd be a load of them sometimes under a brick or something. Then next day, none, none there. Where did he go, he was saying. So it's things like that. We've yeah. had time to look at snails. It's been quite good a, uh, sort of for snails' profile, isn't it, at this <laughs> It's Snails, bees, butterflies, these sort of guys are getting quite a lot of exposure. <laughs> these are the big names. They're the big winners. Some of these insects and whatnot have had a, a decent pandemic. They are, they are the big ones, aren't they? They're the big names. Because actually, it's them tiny things that are good. Because when they first kicked off and all them celebrities, you saw them at home playing the piano and singing and accompanying you thought aren't they rubbish they lost a lot of mileage some of them big celebrities love but like you said bees butterflies yeah when we uh snails are all blinking when we come out of the other side of this (laughs) all of the like the big celebrities are mostly going to be that bloke joe wicks who does exercises and then a bunch of bees and stuff by the look of it (laughs) the winners when they say the The end the big winners will be uh, anyone that basically can do a two-minute online thing where they do an impression oh. of someone, and then apart from that, snails. And the, the big losers are any celebrities who try to do a cute version of a song in their own house, basically. That's right. They're the ones that are going down. It's interesting, because I think it has made everything topsy-turvy and all that kind of stuff. Oh, you make, It's nice to laugh, isn't it? I well, think you have laugh, to a bit, laugh, don't you? I mean, yeah. I think... Um, just chatting to people that you like is helpful, isn't it? Just, um, yeah. just sort of—it's all you, can, almost all you can do. You're really reliant on other people to keep your spirits up. I think in this sort of situation. Yeah, it's been joyous in that kind of way, hasn't it? And in an odd way, I don't know whether you found this love, but by being supposed to be more distant, more connected with people, have you found yourself getting in touch with anybody that you've not talked to for a long time? Yeah, there's been a couple, and not even people that haven't necessarily talk to you but i've got friends who have um done zoom chats with every week and you know regular little chats and stuff and i've mm. probably made more effort we've all made more effort with that friendship group than we yeah. ever would have done before this um because you do sort of find out who's important to you in these situations don't you it's funny where you go to and sometimes you want yeah it's very interesting yeah i mean i suppose interesting. it yeah it, i don't think i've got in touch with anyone completely out of blue because I think if I um, if I got an email now from someone that I hadn't heard you well I'd, I'd either find it really charming or I'd think right you've got all the way down the list to me have you? oh I see <laughs> <laughs> you think eight weeks or twelve how many weeks are we in yeah but, but I know what you mean you've not been top of the pandemic pals list <laughs> no but at the same time I think it's quite a nice idea to uh, uh, it is a nice idea to reach out to people that you know uh, it's an opportunity to sort of rebuild friendships isn't it because we're all we're all in a state where we need to chat to each other. 
But, um, yeah. Yeah, a part of me would think, blimey, it's taken nine weeks before I came into your interview. No, I know there about have, you. There must have been a few friends unavailable today. That's what I know, yeah. I know exactly what you're thinking of me. But uh, having said that, everybody's got their moment. And it may be that something's happening in that person's life. That's true. I don't know. They I might really have come upon a really windy day like it is today. I mean, no, this is this is the first proper windy day we've had since the pandemic, I think. And that, this windy day might have made somebody go, I'm thinking about picking Mark Watson and I'm getting in touch with him. <laughs> Do you, you know, know what, what I mean? Barbara? I'd take it where I can get it. If it takes a, if it takes a strange windy day before someone gets interested in me, I'll have, I'll have it. You're thinking of it, quite, good um, lad. I'm quite a believer that people, you know, can some of the most important people in your lives can easily be people that you don't see or even hear from for a long time but the people we just sort of all go in and out of each other's lives a bit in life don't we yeah, and it's, uh, we our paths cross and sometimes it can be there'll definitely be friendships um that were reborn during this whole pandemic thing i think and i think that's a nice thing in a way because it is. one good thing that can come out of this is, is that we can think a bit more about how we treat each other i think yeah i just shut my window because it was picking very windy don't whether you heard it mark where are you then where I'm in Birmingham, love, now. Birmingham. I'm twinned with here, Stockport and Birmingham. And I'm looking not... out my window. What can you see when you look out? Oh, well, see, I'm looking out at the um, at the little garden and the, oh, the leaves are sort of swaying back and forth. But I'd say it was a light wind here. I wouldn't say it was that windy in London. Oh, it's piggy windy here, love. I'm telling <laughs> you for nothing. It's really proper. Oh, windy. oh, in London, well, you've got a lot of buildings. I think they stop the wind. But some places are like a wind tunnel. That's the thing. You've got to be a bit careful, haven't you? I think maybe the buildings are in the way here. Not too much of a winter. It is still windy. Don't get me wrong, but I wouldn't call it pigging windy. <laughs> I think I'd be over overstating it. Good. I'm the great. I'm the great kind of wind. Whatever you would call it. It's on, not on piggy the wind windy. spectrum. This doesn't. Thank go, you. The, the word spectrum. The, um, Good luck. The dial doesn't go as far as pigging today. No. <laughs> Very nice. Look. So you, you did. You did that thing, didn't you? And I couldn't get on it. I just showed you a box of a vest of curry, didn't I? But it, that lifted you, didn't it, love? It did. And to be honest, that was a really fun bit because everyone was on the chat saying, "What's the? Why is there a vest of curry? There, what's happening?" <laughs> you saw a woman with a vest of curry. Yeah, I enjoyed that bit. I must say. And also, you sent a video in the end, didn't you? Which we showed I... later. That was yeah, really I was, nice. I was glad to do that because I did want to pet you up, and then I thought, "Pig in it." It was Couldn't great, and that—I um, mean, the sort of—I'm not a tech person at all either. The, all of the business people had to do to get in and out of it, and the, um, it, we are so reliant on the internet to get anything to happen, aren't we, at the moment? <laughs> Oh, it's it's amazing. When it first happened, when the lockdown happened, I spent the first few days just trying to remember passwords. It was awful. You know, going, how can I do that? And how can I do it? It was picking. I feel better about it now. But it was an awful moment. But it was I, lovely. I was nervous as well. I, I had this terrible sense when it all started. That like, oh. oh, I barely know how to do Instagram. I can hardly... Yeah, that's you know, right. I felt like... Um, we're going to... People like us are going to be left behind here. That's right. But there luckily, a... it hasn't really been like that because... People that were rubbish still are rubbish, and people that are good still are good, I think. <laughs> That's right. There was a sense, wasn't there, that we are going to be left, you're going to be left behind, get on a boat and get get a password and get on this and get Zoom in and, you know, all everyone this kind was, of stuff. There was a lot of it because everyone was just frantically trying to just do as much online as they could. But now people have calmed down a bit. Everyone's thinking a bit more about what we actually need, I think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> How did there's you no find staying up all that time? Do you, do, is there something like about yeah, like there's a there's a buzz there, isn't there, kid? Yeah, and I'm that sort of I am that sort of person. Um, mm. 
I, I've always quite liked doing like at university I used to do all night essays. I used to I used to like working ah, at night, and now I've got right. kids these days, so I can't really get away with them. Um, behaving like that much but I do quite I like the feeling you get when you go all the way through the night and the sun comes up and you've got you feel a bit sort of groggy oh. but but like a bit exhilarated you know I, I mean you couldn't do it too often but um it's a especially because it's been quite a, this has been quite a you know gloomy period in some ways and I've missed hanging out with people and having right. parties and stuff so I quite even though it was just me and, and partner in the place I quite like the feeling of having done a sort of mad sleepover yeah, yeah. I was thinking about doing some more gigs that are not as long, but just in the middle of the night somewhere, because so many people said they can't sleep or they're, they're Oh, do the stuff. middle of the night. That's very interesting, that is, Mark. I, I was thinking, in the why, old why days... not do a... You know, if Go all our gigs are going to be on... Oh, sorry, yeah. If we have to do everything online, then it might, in a way, it doesn't matter if it's th three in the morning no, till five. No, it doesn't. Time, does it? And some people would maybe cheer them up a bit. They would absolutely love it, and you must do it, because I'm very interested in the sleeping patterns. Are you? And it's, yeah. And it's, it's not really normal, love, for everybody to sleep... Excuse me for coughing, I've not got the virus <coughs> for that amount of time. And they used to have these parties, lucky, lucky Tupler, they used to have sort of not insomnia parties, but sleep parties where people would get up, meet, have a chat, have a drink, have a talk, then go back to bed. Really? It, That's fun. Yeah, That's fun, look into it, love, because there's something there. And you I did hear that in the old days they used to sleep in two. Separate it's bits. two se yeah, that's yeah. it. There were two two separate things. And it's quite normal to wake up and we go, Oh, what's the piggy matter with me? What's up with me? Well it's normal really. Yeah, and it would be lovely. Like yeah. And I think it's only go people can go to work. They're, they're trying to get them to sleep all the time. But we, a lot right. of us are not so. going to work now, love. So you mm. could easily, and you, I want you to say that you are going to do it because I think it's a belting idea. I think I might. Actually, These I middle just, of the night parties. There's something really Zooms. funny about starting a gig, advertising a gig at three a.m. or something. Yeah, there? people. <laughs> yeah, and it would be lovely for people that are, they know that they wake. Honestly, do it. Do you know what? It's, I might since this you're the first person I've said that to, and you. Um, You've given me encouragement. I'm going to do it. Right, you must do it. It's, it's perfect. There's so many people awake. And if you're not feeling well, you're up and listening. And, all, and when people have got ba new babies, they're often waking up in the middle of the night. And that would be such a comfort. It's true, actually. When I had my kids, when they were small, I would have definitely... If there was something live happening at three in the morning, I would have been into that. Exactly. What, what, what it makes me think about in terms of entertainment and idea making all this is the Edinburgh Festival, really. Different ideas, everybody cooking up different little bits of ideas. I think, yeah. honestly, there's no end to it. There's no it's, end to what we can do, really. No, it's really interesting, isn't it? I think, obviously, Edinburgh is normally fantastic for these kind of mad ideas, but... Uh, also, we've all got into a bit of a rut with it. Well, not all of us, but a, a lot of Edinburgh mm. is just people doing the same thing over and over again and hoping to make a breakthrough and stuff. That's and right. I don't think there's much that has come out of this that's been good, but at least creatively, a huge challenge like this might be what we all need to, to come up with different stuff. I think a lot of it's that's come up is good. Honestly, I do love. I know well, it's been I mean, terrible. I mean, I say this is what we needed. I definitely wish it hadn't happened. <laughs> but since it has, yeah. is there a different way of seeing We've it? We've got to find different ways because it wasn't got that to. good before, love. Before, exactly. you know, PC, pandemic, whatever you want to call it, pre-Kona, Rhoda, can't remember, yeah. it's pig and coal. It wasn't all that good anyway, really. So... It, Let's ditch a few things and let's make a new things and go forward. Look. There'll definitely be new things. There'll be, there'll be projects that people would never have imagined if we hadn't been in this situation. That's right. That's right. And as you say, that's all topsy-turvy and now the snails are king. And no one's bothered what, what's he called? 
it's nice actually, so I don't want to use it as an example. Who's the singer that goes, Born in the USA? Oh, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, I was going to say no one's bothered about Bruce Springsteen, but he is nice. But I was I, trying I to think. He'll, he'll still have a career. I don't think <laughs> he'll, he'll be, be all right, Bruce. Bruce. Yeah, you won't go <laughs> watch him. By a snail. Next. Exactly. He's not, you're not going to turn up to his gig and it's a massive snail instead of those <laughs> Yeah. So maybe I think he's. There's a support act or something. That's right. Supported by the snails and the bees. But it, I think it, it is good to topsy-turvy everything. And, yeah, I think, it, honestly, there's a great... I believe all life, yin and yang, fen and shui, start skiing, hutch, love. And there will be good that comes out <laughs> of this. I'm telling you. And the, for, for a starter, this middle of the night gear, that's smashing, that is. Um, well, it's fun, isn't it? Stuff like that, you just sort of think... I think when this all started, we had um, a... Uh, we all have this massive panic and for some people that has lasted weeks of just like what on earth mm. do I do now but at mm. some point you've got to work something out haven't you even just for your own sanity yeah you've got to find a way through it kid you've got you've honestly you've pigging got to and there's a lot of a lot of good things have gone on a lot of drawers have been sorted backs of cupboards you know out of date food thrown out there's a yeah. lot of there's a lot of that gone on there really Ooh, has you. have you been I'm, doing any of that um, you haven't, have you? <laughs> I well, I've actually... Go on, tell us what you've been doing. Well, normally, <laughs> normally, I think I'm really bad with food. I don't plan properly and I don't... Um, but because I'm such a ditherer in the supermarket, uh, um, and you can't do that in the in the pandemic, you've got to No, you'll be in like trouble to kill you, fly. Exactly. So that, that's meant I've started... Um, <laughs> me and my partner have started being much more sort of strategic about, right, what are we having... Oh, yeah, so right. we, I think we've wasted a lot less just because I have been buying stuff much more carefully because I don't dare be in the shop for more than five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. You, it's good that you've not wasted so much stuff. I think that's normally good. I'm yeah. terrible. Normally I just buy stuff and then I don't think properly about when I'm going to have it and I just, you know I just fancy it. And um, but you can't do that now. You've got to know exactly what you're buying in Tesco yeah. and then get the hell out of there. Yeah, no dithering, love. No, it's dithering. a great word, isn't it? Dither. It is a great no word. It's, it's, I tell you what, it's not a very popular habit at the moment. It really isn't. It's no. been a terrible time for dither, is this? <laughs> it's, it's, that's, that's, that's true. It's not a good time to be a ditherer. And I'm a terrible ditherer. I, I mean, I'm always doing it. I, um, I've been constantly, um, like normally I, I'm always stopping in the street and have a little think about something. If I have an idea or something, I literally stop and... <laughs> you can't do you know, that. You cannot. Anyone stops in the street these days, it, it, people look at you like a maniac. So I've had to, yeah. Oh, well, let's hope the time of being able to dither will come back. Oh, yeah, I can't wait for a bit of dithering, I tell you. I'm, <laughs> when this is over, once and for all, I'm going to go in the street and just stand there doing absolutely <laughs> piss all. This is all good stuff. This is all, these are all good thoughts. Yeah, and hanging around supermarkets, wondering about what to, what to buy for ages. I'm just going to... I'm going to Take a little chair and I'm going to sit in the middle of a, of a supermarket aisle, not even buying anything, just literally sitting there enjoying it. <laughs> There'll be loads of things to be done in terms of fun entertainment stuff, in terms of reclaiming contact. Although, honestly, Mark, the opportunities for fun out of this are endless, love. Yeah, and we're going to really appreciate it when we're allowed to have fun again, aren't we? Yeah, and then fun. And also, you've been making me laugh reflecting on what's going on now so this fun all that you can't they can't take the fun away from us love honestly they can't i can um, tell you that for nothing they, they can't. can't forever can they they can't even now love 
They can't. We've no, been laughing, right. haven't we? We, can, we, can, we have. We can still have fun. Chatting to people is the most fun you can have, isn't it? So you, yeah, you know, got to do it. Yeah. Got to do it. And share and sharing of ideas. I think that's a very very nice thing. To, have you been writing any poetry? I've not actually. Have you? No, I haven't. And he say that because uh, what, uh, what's his name? Arthur Smith. Was I bet you Arthur has. Arthur oh, likes God. the poem, doesn't he? Oh, absolutely gorgeous. It may be very, very nice. I haven't been writing poetry, but I have been doing some painting because I think it has made us more creative. So I've been painting. Have you been Not doing anything? Well, I've been trying to keep writing and stuff. I don't. I right. try not to give up altogether um, on stuff like that. I mean, stuff like the Twenty Four Hour Show as well. It's all about staying creative in the in the That's place. Of right. it, isn't it? That's keep yourself. Right. I think one of the most comforting things is to just keep busy and active. Um, and for me, that means doing big projects because I think that's what I. That's but what very, you love. The big. It biggest. is what I love. I love a big project. I've, I've started writing this and that and trying to. And I've done a lot of this sort of thing as well, just people's, you know, podcasts or just anything where I get to chat to people a bit. Not any painting, though. I'm not very good at um, arts and crafts, but a lot of people see, I've seen all sorts of painting and stuff on, no, online. Really. Yeah, it's nice to think, you know, there is something really nice about um, the idea of everyone in their house sort of beavering away on stuff and having a little bit of a break. It's just a shame that we all, we had to have thousands of deaths for that to start, really, isn't it? I know, darling. I know. It there is that way. Yeah. <laughs> That's We're doing right. our best. We're all doing our best. We are. So the next big project then, love, will it be this middle of the night one or will you do another 24-hour one? What will you, what's well, cooking up? It, I will probably, uh, um, I will probably uh, do another, I don't know if it'll be a 24-hour show mm. or um, something else, but I feel like where Edinburgh was meant to be, there's going to be a big old hole. Um, yeah, yeah. Just do loads of stuff then. Honestly, I think it could make, we could do a virtual Edinburgh. I'm pretty well, sure I think some that. people probably will try and do that. And I'm going to yeah. wait and see because I don't want to tread on anyone's toes. But I do feel like I want to do mad stuff because maybe people will just stream gigs and things. But that's not quite the same as um, an actual, you know, part of what's fun about the Fringe is the weird little side projects, isn't it? And of the, course, and they the get less and less. It, or yeah. the, the sort of creative intensity of it. So I think someone needs to do something online which replicates not just the, the, the normal stand-up stuff, but the kind of madcap nature of Edinburgh. And in a way, love, go back to what it was meant to be, a fringe event that was sort yeah. of against the, uh, you know, the kind of establishment. It's become, I don't know what you think, I, it, it's just become people wanting to see people they've seen on the telly, and I do think that's a shame. Well, and I, th I, think I think it's got to be creative. That. Yeah, I think there's still a lovely undercurrent of um, excitement and creativity about the fringe, yeah. but it's getting, it has got harder to do that. And like you say, maybe this is a bit of a moment where we have to reset and think about it again. Yeah, because because also you'd have to pay all that daft money for accommodation, and I hope it will make people in Edinburgh, you know, make a lot of money. Edinburgh City Council thing. We've got to look after the artists. They've not come this year, and we've missed them. We can't keep paying out all that piggy money, love, and it means that some people who haven't got that money can't go and perform, and that's wrong. Yeah, it's. I mean, things have been changing a bit with the fringe, anyway, and yes, I think we're gonna, it, it is going to have a different. Um, a different feel to it, a different yeah. shape, and no one quite knows what it's going to be like. Um, but but you're right; it's not just about this year, is it? It's about next year. What shape of the venue is going to be in? Are people going to have money to go to? It's loads of stuff like that, um, and we're just going to have to wait, wait and see, aren't we? Like with everything. But in the meantime, again, you stay creative. You have ideas, 
yeah. try and find a way. And also the, the ideas that you're having and trying out, they will help shape what what happens. Exactly. I don't like, think we're really waiting and seeing. I think we're making and shaping and all, actually. Well, I suppose I it's a bit of both, that. isn't it? I think we have yeah. to stay creative and stay active and think of what you want to do and because there's always a way to, there's always a way to make it. Um, Absolutely. But, and, and whatever happens, what, yeah, all I mean by wait and see is I can't quite imagine what the world's going to look like mm. uh, next year. But I, the one thing you can have faith in is if you just keep making stuff and doing what you love and, you know, you have to believe that that will, you'll find a way to get that out there. Yes, love. Smashing. Right now, what are you going to do with the rest of your day now, Mark? Well, I'll tell you what, Barbara. Uh, yeah. I had a huge pizza last night and there's still some of it in the fridge. So that is the first thing. I'm going to warm that bugger up and absolutely eat it. Right. Would you, yeah, I think you've got a good appetite. Are you a good eater? Yeah, I actually am. I'm quite skinny, so people don't always think that I uh, am, but I've got a huge appetite. I'm just no, one of those fellas. Right. I've just got a fast metabolism. I can eat. You burn it all up. I that's burn it right. up. I burn it up by pacing around and worrying the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. Don't piggy. Please, now, listen. Don't worry. I don't want you worrying. I want you to have that pizza, but no worry about piggy. Well, nothing. not exactly worrying, but I'm quite, you know, I'm a bit of a... I pace up and down, I'm a bit of a fretter. I've just got a lot of nervous energy, which I is know what um, you mean. a bit tiring, but it does mean you can eat quite a lot and you don't put Oh, well, that's away. right. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, yeah, that's good. So, actually, forget Joe Wiley and all that lot. You're, you, you, you're your own exerciser through, through the brain going. That keeps I've said you it before. I've, I've said it on stage. I've got, like, I'm thinking of writing a diet and exercise book, but the only tip is just live a really stressful life and then you're fine. <laughs> Oh. Do you feel less stressed over all this? I'll go in a minute because I've got stuff to do myself. I think I've, when I say stressed, but I have a very lucky life in a way. It's just that I put a lot of um, pressure on myself and I worry about right. a lot of things that maybe don't need to, you know. And in a way, yeah. maybe I have, um, maybe I have sort of found it a bit kind of, a bit of a reset of perspective or something because... You know, when this first hit, the scale of the problem was so enormous that yeah. you couldn't really find space to worry about little things. And I, hopefully I can hang on to that a bit. Hopefully someone like me could learn from this that you, you can survive. I mean, I'm lucky. I'm lucky that I haven't been in on But I just mean psychologically, you can survive periods. No, I know what you people, mean. You know? Yeah, I do know what you mean. Because there's sort of two things going on, aren't there? There's a kind of effect on everybody of the kind of lockdown and things stopping. But there's also underneath all this, as you said, halfway through this conversation, really, that people have been getting really ill and people have been dying. And that's been kind of going along side by side. And sometimes you forget about one by thinking about the other. It's exactly, so and it's difficult both as comedians, isn't it? Because um, you want to... The whole thing we do as comedians is try and take people out of themselves and give a bit of escapism or relief or whatever. Um, at the same time, sometimes I do a stupid tweet, just, you know, just <laughs> something silly, and then you think to yourself, ah, oh, there's people in terrible situations here. And oh. It's been a hard tightrope at times, isn't it? It has, but, you know, it's a very important tightrope because you've got to keep laughing and also... You know, there's lots of different kinds of comedies, we both know. But one of the great reasons and duties of comedy is to poke fun at the establishment and to get people to think again about what's going on. So really, there's loads of different kinds of ways to laugh and to... 
Absolutely. to use comedy it's very very valuable and very big and important and all i'm glad is that the, the, these the slugs and the bees haven't really got themselves a 20 minute set together because we'd be in trouble kid oh, once buddy, those geese is out in the garden <laughs> next year's edinburgh there's the new hot, hot act is going to be a bee uh, talking about all this thing from a bee's point of view that's right everybody's flocking around there and people go yeah that's right yeah so it's all right saying they're very good and everything, but stick off our territory. Okay, you lot. Yeah, come on, guys. You've got enough. You can just fly around and do whatever you want. <laughs> we have to work here. <laughs> That's right, love. It's been a great joy to talk, especially about all the bees and all that kind of stuff. And the dithering. I'm going to think about you now. And I'm going to think about you. What, what will you be thinking about me? I'll be Every time I see a bee, I'll think, oh, there we are. That's just what me and Barbara are on about. Yeah. When I look at them slugs gathering, I think about you. And in the middle of the night, when we all, most of us wake up for a bit, then maybe there'll be an opportunity to be part of some live show, which will be absolutely pigging brilliant. Think on. I'm going to start that idea soon. I'm going to start seriously thinking about it. I don't think anyone else is doing a three. No, no, get get, get in there. You've mentioned it now as well, them slugs and them bees are listening. You know what they're like. Oh, that's true. I'd better launch it before (laughs) they get in on my territory. (laughs) That's right. And I did mention Bruce Springsteen and he's notorious for pinching people's ideas. You better get on with it now. I tell you what, I will, because if I hear Bruce Springsteen through something in the middle of the night, we'll know. We'll know that. Exactly. Be good in a way, because we'll know that uh, he listens to your podcast, which is. He nice, listens to Barbara Nice and French. Yeah. Yeah, come on, you've got you to pip Bruce to the thinking middle of the night post. If he starts to do it, we'll know. We'll, we'll know. We'll, of course we'll, we'll know. Be, I haven't said this in Of course anymore. we'll know. <laughs> All right, love. Get that pizza warmed up. I, I tell you, I bloody well. Oh, it's lovely to talk to you. Look after yourself. Keep All thinking. Right. Keep creating. You belt. You too, Barbara. You too. Tara, I love. Bye, bye, love. Well, well, I'll tell you what was interesting. There's so many levels, so many things interesting there. Talking to the great Mark Watson. That it's so windy in, yet it's not windy in London. I find that very interesting. I'm going out in the winter again. Can you hear it? Yeah, I can hear something in the background. And yet, he was saying he couldn't describe Mm -hmm. it as Piggy and Windy. Well, this is Piggy and Windy. So I found that very interesting. We're living in the same country. Very different experiences. Right, let's talk about your news. What news have you got, (laughs) There was a curtain rail falling down incident. So there's that. All right, talk us through that in detail. (laughs) uh, It was a little bit funny. (laughs) Normally it's just... Go on. (laughs) You give me a laugh, that little laugh you're doing. Go on. <laughs> well, I did say um, that yesterday I had to keep the, the door wide open. I know the, um, that. The sun, well, obviously that made it windy and the curtain rail came down. But oh, it's the, very windy, yeah. Yeah, the edge of the curtain rail, the connect, the bit that connects the rail to the holder type bit. I live on the third floor and my Juliet balcony, we went through this. That fell yeah. out the window. Oh, right. Three floors down. So there's a, a bit of a time when I had to go scouting for it outside. <laughs> it was oh, like, right. It was gleaming like a jewel. As I could just see it like on the grassy bit. And uh, Oh, yeah. right. So, okay, then. So, all right. You weren't close to anybody out there, were you? No, but I don't think it would have killed anyone, even if there was someone down there. I think they were very giving them a bruise, but I don't think it would have been fatal. But yes, it was a scary moment. <laughs> I feel a bit like 
like you know who are that we're talking about i feel a bit like those people and they're um commentating on cricket and nothing <laughs> much has been said i've just still got laughing at i've just seen a bird fly over and i can see a fella now carrying a tray of drinks very <laughs> yeah. interesting they it's get, like that isn't it they get sent cakes they, they do get them. sent cakes we will have cakes mm-hmm. there's nothing small about this window it's like a it's a kind of wind that blew Dorothy into the Wizard of Oz's <laughs> talons. Postman Pat and the Windy Day. Oh, is that one of your favourite stories? I don't know. My dad used to say that a lot when I was a kid, so I think he read it to me. I don't remember it, but uh, every time it was windy, that's what he'd <laughs> that's say. That's what he'd say to you. He didn't bother reading your story. No. Just no. the title. <laughs> he said, he looked, at the t- looked at the cover in the bookshop. <laughs> Postman but it's a cheap, it's a cheap to just read giving you the title. <laughs> I think that's very funny. So we've got Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and we're taking Monday off and all because it's it's a bank holiday and we think it's very important to have some shape and calendars. Right, I'm going to go out in the garden, I'm going to look at my courgettes. Now, if anybody's been doing any gardening, you, you will know that courgettes are very easy to get eaten by our friends, the slugs. But what I've done, I'll let you know, get on. I've wrapped round some gaffer tape round the, the stem of the courgettes, which the first things they go for, they weaken that and then they topple them. So I put gaffer tape round, Paul, see how that goes on. Okay. Right. I don't know whether anybody's listeners ever heard of gaffer taping courgettes before. <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Anyway, that's what I've done. I'm gaffer tape my courgettes and I'll let you know right. they get on. All right. Bank what will you do, though, then, Paul? So well, I'm, sure I'll get it. I'm sure I'll have some tails on the next one. How long's your hair now, Paul? Oh, Is it like, very... are you like Rapunzel I'm very, yeah. in that Juliet balcony? <laughs> throwing your hair down. Very much like a hobo version of Rapunzel anyway. I think it's funny. Throwing your hair down. You could have done that and said, just pass us up that pole. Mm. Tie it to the bottom of my hair now. Pull my hair up. I'll start calling it a Rapunzel balcony instead. Then. I think it's better. I, know, but I think, wait, it's up to you anyway. I can't tell you what to do. You must plough your own furlough, kids. <laughs> Bye-bye, loves. And everybody, plough your own furloughs. Cheerah, kids. Bye, Paul. See ya. Thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on your podcast app.